this edition of the Advanced Selling Podcast. We're going to talk about sales managers, how to and how not to motivate your team. This is the Advanced Selling Podcast presented by Caskey Achievement Strategies. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now your hosts, Bill Caskey and Brian Neal. Welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast. Never left. Brian Neal here. Bill Caskey here. I'm motivated about today's topic. Are you? Yeah. It's a great topic. Sales managers, how to motivate and how not to motivate your sales team. I've got a fire lit under my tail. How's that? I do. I'm ready. It's got to hurt. We have to say hi to some listeners first before we get into our topic of how to and how not to motivate people, correct? Go. You want me to go first? Yep. Okay. I have one here. And it's funny because I mentioned this name earlier and you said, where is he from? I'll say his name is Elio Passanello. And I'll ask you again, where is he from? (laughs) Sounds like uh, Detroit. He's not from Detroit. Elio Passanello. Uh, Australia. Not from Australia. Tell us. Okay. He's from Italy. He lives in Milan. <laughs> Does he Milan. really? Milan. Yeah. And yeah. He, he works, works for Dale. Uh, for, for Dale. Yeah. See, I'm from southern Indiana. <laughs> he works for Dale down at the shop. Changing dealer. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. He lives in Italy, and he is an account manager at Dell. They make computers. Wonderful. Heard of them. Heard of Bill. And asked me to be a contact of his on LinkedIn, and I am now. And he said, hey, if we ever get a chance to come to Italy to do something, he'd love to have us over. Great. Thanks so for hello, listening. Elio. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I would love to come do some seminars in Italy. Yeah, perfect. It's beautiful. Perfect. My parents just got back uh, Saturday from Italy. They were there for really? 10 days. Said it was the greatest trip they've ever been on. They've been wow. everywhere. They've been all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Italy, they loved. Loved it. Also, I want to shout out to Jeff Worrell with Advan- uh, Advantage Medical. Uh, Jeff is actually a client of ours, but also an avid listener in the, of the podcast. Yep. He runs a little medical, well, I shouldn't say little, a very good-sized medical supply uh, rehab equipment business. Much he, bigger now that he knows us. Now right? that he knows us. It's growing <laughs> uh, like crazy, and so that's good. I was happy to have Jeff. And also Jim Collins, a friend of ours out west. Wrote a book you might have heard of. Oh, no. <laughs> wrote a Wrong book, one. Good to great. Oh, that's different. Jim Wrong Collins. Jim Collins. Anyway, Jim's a uh, friend of our firm and an avid listener of the podcast. So we're going to be shouting out from time to time. So if you have uh, anything you want to tell us, talk to us about, you can go to askbillandbrian.com, askbillandbrian.com, and uh, let us know your thoughts. Beautiful. We uh, got in trouble the other day by a blogger who uh, you never want to get in trouble with the blogosphere. The blogosphere. <clears throat> but we got a little bit of hot water because... Uh, it, in his blog, he implied that we were spending way too much time on the upfront rent. He loves our podcast, and he actually recommended. Did you see that email? That I, I did. Sent? Yeah, and 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 rightfully so. Sometimes we spend a little bit too much time. So today we're not going to. We're going to get right to the heart of the matter. Mm-hmm. And the topic today is sales managers: how to motivate and how not to motivate your sales team. Correct. And I know you had. Uh, an example that you want to talk about, and I've got some ideas, so why don't you just plow into it? Okay, I'll plow right into it, shall I? My new word for the day. And what happened was a good friend of mine, I'm not going to, I'm going to leave his name out, cover him up, but he might listen to this, I don't know, uh, is a major accounts manager. I don't know if that's his exact title at a very large company that everybody's heard of. And forwarded me an email because he knows I'm in sales and I'm a student of the profession of selling. And it was a message from the leader of his division at this very large company that we've all heard of. The title of the email, the subject is, it's gut check time, 15 selling days left in Q3 exclamation mark. Now, right there, he didn't have to type anything because I'm already motivated. I'm like, ah, 
That's right. It is gut check time because there is only 15 days left in the selling in in Q3 exclamation mark. I didn't realize that. Uh, Then here goes some of the. This is is an actual. I'm reading from the actual email from this person right here. Yes, it says we're at a critical point. Consider these things. The selling days left, which is always interesting to me. There are 15 business days, this many selling days. Do people really wake up and say, now, wait a sec. What is is this is Saturday? Is this a selling day? <laughs> are we counting Sundays? The third Sunday every month is a selling uh-huh. day, right? We, we all know. a four-year-old. How yeah. old are you? I'm four years of selling <laughs> days and 10 months and four selling days. <laughs> When's your birthday? Well, it's two weeks from, well, it's actually 10 selling days from today, but it's two weeks on the calendar. So, okay. Point number one in this gentleman's this, this is a, we're talking about motivation. So the question is, as I pose to our listeners, is is this type of stuff, messaging, emails, voicemails from leadership, are they motivating? Are they doing what the leader, and, and I'll give this leader some credit. He, this guy wants to do well. Absolutely. He wants his people to do well deep down inside. He wants to build business and do those sorts of things. But the question is, is this the best method to do that, sending this email? It's gut check time, 15 selling days left in Q3, exclamation mark. Okay. Number one. First thing we're supposed to do, guess what? I'm motivating you now, Bill. And I'm reading from this email again. Point number one is point number one is what? Get out there and get working. Close Just about business. close out Q3 strong. Okie dokie. Because that. I was thinking about closing it out really weak because I didn't want to make any more money or my bonus or keep my job. I wanted to save my yeah. pipeline for the next quarter. Yes, correct. Because I know after Q3 is over, you're not going to ask me for my Q4 forecast immediately. This, yeah, on selling day number one in Q4, uh-huh. right? Uh, and then we, we he goes through some things here that are very, I'm going to say, the, the audience here are salespeople that are professionals. And part of the problem I have with this, and this would be a, a how not to motivate your yeah. salesperson, is when you read it back, does it sound like you're being parental? And to me, the way this reads back, um, it sounds to me like, I don't have faith in you. I don't think you understand what's going on here. And to me, that's not only demotivating, that creates a adversarial relationship between you and your leadership. It shouldn't be that way. Absolutely should not be that way at all. Point number two, and this is something that's specific to this company, but the, the point number two says drive for seven attendees at this program drive for that. Like, so I'm going to go out and get people to come to this program. Now this program is an effective program, a way for them to market a particular product as they sell. Point number three, continue to build the pipeline. There's that word. There it is. Continue to build the pipeline. Cause here again, I think most of the sales staff was sitting around thinking, I don't think we're going to close anything in Q4. I'm a professional salesperson. I'm going to stop in Q3 and just in uh, Q4 2009 and beyond. Those are the three major points. Now, if I read those to you, Bill, so point number one, close out Q3, strong exclamation mark. Point number two, drive for attendees. Point number three, continue to build the pipeline. How motivated are you? Scale of one to 10, 10 being off the chart, zero being zero. I'm no more motivated than I probably was uh, before I read it. Probably not. And how are you feeling if you've read this? Same old crap. Yeah, here we go. Same old crap. He probably sent the same one last quarter. Yep, and uh, it's probably going to... Send the same one. And probably Q4. every sales manager in that firm, and it is a big firm, yep. sending something like that. Yep. And so I'm not sure I'm any, I'm, I know I'm no more motivated. Now, let's talk about what he could have done. Yeah. Uh, because if absolutely. you're a sales manager, this, this is not an unusual letter or an unusual initiative at the end of the quarter. This right? is the norm, I think. 
I think I think when we when, if we really step back and interviewed some sales managers, this is the norm. This is what comes from yeah. almost every sales manager, every leader. And so we want to be careful that we're not we're not bashing people no, here, right. saying this is the wrong way to do it. We're going to give you just a different take. Okay. Yeah. So if we were picking our three, our motivational email, we're going to put three points in there. What what three things would we put in there, Bill? I'll let you go first. Well, I would say if, if in fact the seminar or whatever event they're staging is a precursor, that's part of the lead generation process, I assume. So yep. like people come to their seminars and then they buy stuff. Yeah. Probably not quite that easy. But, but I would probably reiterate the importance of the seminar for the participants, there you not go. for the salesperson. There we you know go. the importance there. But I would say, you know, um, here's, a, here's a testimonial of someone who came to the seminar last quarter and liked it and what they did with it and how their life is better as a result of having come to the seminar, I think that is much more inspiring for the person uh, than let's drive to get bodies in a room. Because yeah. when you drive to get bodies in a room, bodies show up. Correct. They're not prospects. You got it absolutely right. That, that's that's a fantastic point. So Yeah, because we do know, we do oh, this with our business. But it's no, I'll give it's it a, I'll give it a capital F. We do know this in our business. That, that There's this trial period where you get to know people and you do these seminars. That's a very, very smart thing to do. But let's talk about the experience that people have had that have been to them and share that with people as yeah. opposed to mentally walking out and creating this environment where I just want to get your butt in the seat yeah. so I can get this guy off my tail. Right. Um, second thing, I'll go number two. Okay, go. Number yeah. one is instead of saying close out Q3 strong, which is all about us, I would say, what can I do as your leader to help you tie up any loose ends mm -hmm. that allow you to close business before the end of the quarter rather than after? Please email me back and or call me and tell me anything that I can do as your leader to help you close business. I have another friend who is a, uh, a regional director for a large medical company. And I was talking to someone that, that used to work for him a couple of days ago. And, and he said, the one reason this guy is so good is because his whole motive is to help everyone that works for him yeah, that's, that's make their money great. or their quota, whatever it is, or and or get promoted. And that's all he does yeah. is he plays the role of my, my job is to help you get what you want. Yeah. Or this to me when I read this is about the company and or this manager getting what he wants or yeah. it wants. I think in our work uh, with sales leaders, sales managers, VPs of sales, we know that your customers are your people. Yes. And yeah, your customers are your end users, but your your first line customers, clients are your sales team. And uh, what would you say to them? You would say, if, the, if if in thinking of the traditional customer relationship, you'd say, what else can I do for you? How can I help you solve yeah. problems? Yeah. Are there any things that are in the way of us getting to our mutual end result? You would be there as a as a support person and as a servant yep. in a way, not in the old servant master way, but in a servant. And most managers don't think that. That really good leaders do think like they that. do. They get that. So, so if you're a sales leader, sales manager, VP, catch yourself. Ask yourself the question: Am I behaving like an old command and control manager, yep. or am I behaving like the leader of tomorrow, which is where I facilitate growth and results? Yeah, very, very good. I sound very like good. Barack Obama. Ooh, I don't can't go into say politics that. though. Don't go into politics. Don't We've been in politics. so much hot water lately. Trouble. I've said politics is a though. great, great place to talk about sales and communication. People just don't want to hear politics from us. Yeah, so you're not going to hear it. Okey dokey. Last thing, number three. If I was rewriting this, I would say. Let's ask our clients and our customers as we come to the close of this quarter, what are the biggest pains they're facing before 
uh, between now and the end of the year and get back to focused on pain and forget about the date. Because you know what? September 30th is a Tuesday, and October 1st is a Wednesday. And at some point, all quarters close and end. They do. And if, if, but Tuesday and Wednesday are both selling days. They are. I forgot <laughs> about that. that. Oh, um, but the point is, get back to what happens here at these end of quarter things when people are driving to a number is all of the focus comes internal, right. and it is what can we do to get, what can we do to get, which gets us fully, if you listen to our podcast for any length of time, gets us fully out of integrity with what we believe. We need to get back focused on what can I do and or say to help the person across the desk. Yep. That's when things get facilitated. Yep. Yep. If there are deals in the pipeline that are close to closing, they're probably close to closing because they solve or fix some pain or problem for the person that's about to buy them. So let's go back and talk about that and remind them of those things as opposed to go in there and get the deal. Can, can I shift gears just for a moment, but in the same area? Down, down or up? Uh, I'm going to downshift <laughs> okay. because it's a slower, more methodical pace. Very good, please. Um, I've got a client who uh, I had to have a heart-to-heart talk with the CEO the other day because... The CEO wants to come into the weekly sales meetings and basically say, when is this going to close? When is mm-hmm. that going to close? Where, you, where are you with this? Yep. And I believe that if you are doing that at the end of the quarter, end of the month, whenever you're doing that, it's only because you didn't do a good job up front yeah. of finding out what the problem was, demonstrating the value, and closing it uh, at the right time. So I said, one of the things, let's, let's substitute this new behavior for the old behavior. So out goes the old behavior, which is saying, when is this going to close? Yep. And in comes the new behavior, which is asking the salesperson, tell me what, what are the problems? So let's say I've got the Smith deal. It's in the pipeline. What are the problems that our solution is going to fix for Mr. Smith? Yep. Get back into dissecting what the pains are, what the problems are, because here's what happens. Salesperson says, well, you know, he doesn't really have any problems right now, but he is going to have some in the future, and we're really not sure what they are, but we sit, he still wants to buy this for $50,000. Yep. You as a sales manager should say, whoa, hang on a second. What do you mean he doesn't have any problems? Right. You mean he hasn't told you what reasons he has for buying this? If he hasn't told you that, you've got to go right back and say, Mr. Smith, I have not done my job. We don't know why we're doing this. Yep. And we have to reset the table and start over. That's going to help you get to the end result more than hammering and arm wrestling for the order. Yep. So in your next sales meeting, we talked about sales meetings here a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, uh, but yet something else you can do is when you're doing pipeline review, don't just make it a when is it going to close review. Yep. Make it a helpful strategical review where you can actually have some strategies that your salespeople can, ca- can take out to advance deals. Yeah, very good, very good. Uh, you can reach us at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. If you have a comment or you've got an idea or an opinion about motivation, we're always curious to hear from our listeners. Listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. If we've missed something or you think you've got a better way to motivate your sales team, by all means, let us know. Yep, and also you can call us if you want uh, your voice heard live on the Advanced Selling Podcast, heard all over the world. Call us at 317-722-6299, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. This has been the Advanced Selling Podcast, presented by Caskey Achievement Strategies, Indianapolis. Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to BillCaskey.com or to iTunes.